I'm John Ryan and this is Pod Roast. This week, a 20-minute podcast about how to fill in a form and whether a comedy radio show works as a podcast if you step out all the songs and leave the comedy. A Northern Soul knockoff theme opens our first offer this week and the lovely northeast accent of Stephanie Shaw, introducing herself as a customer training executive. I'd like to welcome you to our first HM Land Registry customer training podcast. Today I have with me Chris Mills, who's an assistant land registrar, and Joel Roberts, who's a practice advisor isn't the most compelling introduction in the world and it gets even more thrilling with the revelation that the podcast topic is the form rxc what's changed with version two of the form and how it's been updated i'm not making this up chris kicks us off with the scintillating opener that form rxc was originally designed in response to the fact that requisitions and connections to restrictions can be very difficult to comply with and it's a way to comply with the terms of restrictions which avoids the need for hm land registry to raise lots of requisitions the really good news is you can use the form with all standard and non-standard reforms and restrictions that require a certificate Now, I accept this is a specialist podcast around a tricksy and important subject if you have any land to register, but their own website promises not only usefulness, but enjoyment. It could be so much better. Once again, as an audio specialist, I wouldn't assume I could walk into the land registry and start, you know, registering land for people. But here, land registry types have listened to a few podcasts and thought, that looks as easy as old rope. Let's do one, presumably without any audio expert being involved. Even if your subject's as dry as Jack D testing dehumidifiers in the Sahara Desert, and let's just say Netflix are unlikely to be beating a path to the door to dramatise three civil servants explaining a form, there are ways to make it connect with the poor unfortunate individuals who need to fill the wretched thing in. Tell us a bit about the guests. Give us some Norton or Wogan-esque interest at the top. Make me care about the human being I'm about to spend 20 minutes of my life with. The elephant in the room here is that this RXC form was redesigned after only four months, which I'm guessing means it was even more impenetrable than the version 2 they're talking about. Perhaps opening with an apology would be nice. Something like, first off, we're sorry about version 1 of the RXC form. So much so, we've listened to your feedback and redesigned the whole thing to make it easier for you. Wouldn't that sound honest, direct, warmer, and talking to me rather than customers? Next up, and I think I should start a new klaxon effect for this, as it's starting to creep in almost every week, get an editor, or tell your editor to cut more tightly rather than stare out of the window. Chris isn't Eddie Mayer, so there are a few errs, some repetition, etc., that would take about two minutes to remove, along with the word so on the front of almost every answer. Joel and Steph both say it was feedback from webinars, is that a word you ever heard anyone say in real conversation, that led to the form being revised. There's even a link to those webinars if you miss them. Joel says the wording of a consent in the form was initially to the registration of a disposition, but customers wanted it to the disposition itself and its registration making it dual purpose and removing the need for a separate consent for the disposition itself. 
I'm glad it's all becoming really clear to you. More guidance was needed about how to complete panel 3. There's a table in Practice Guide 19 that now shows you how to fill it in. There's even an accompanying blog to the podcast about how to fill it in. Now, I'm no conveyancer, thank goodness. But funnily enough, I have had an affair with one, so I asked him to listen. He told me he understood the podcast better than me, but didn't really need such a long-winded explanation. What is next for Form RXC? asked Stephanie next, and her giggle was like a chink of light, like someone here realised this whole thing needs a little bit of brevity. There's a few seconds of the Wigan Casino theme again before Steph introduces a section called You've Asked and We'll Answer. As you've probably guessed, that's about them answering our questions. Spoilers, they're all about RX forms. Question two, and it's a really interesting one, says Steph, more hopefully than realistically, is can form RXC be signed electronically? And so it bumbles along until the closing theme and the words, just a bit of a shout out, follow HM Land Registry on SoundCloud, like it was an up and coming drum and bass DJ. Oh, comedians on the radio, sometimes joyous. Rod Gilbert's long-standing show on Radio Wales was one example. I put John Thompson on air on Radio Manchester for a bit. Equally brilliant. But one thing comedians soon realise is hours of radio eats up material. Jason Manford's been on Absolute for six years now. I guess he needed something after the one show didn't work out. The station dutifully podcasts it every week. He has a surnameless oppo called Steve, who's actually quite funny. They spend the first four minutes of the episode I listen to talking about their respective cats in a mildly amusing way. Then a dodgy edit and a request to stick around all Sunday morning, which makes no sense to me as a podcast listener, and an ID where a song would have sat on transmission. First thought, some comedians work on radio because they're naturally funny people, so they're like funny presenters, people you want to spend time with. Manford at one point talks about a PlayStation game he's reached level 42 on, like Mark King, says Steve, quick as a flash. But put two comedians in a room and start recording long form. Yes, you do get some moments, but you also get lots of random riffing in between, talking over each other, directing people to the iPlayer to watch a musical show. But if you have this everyman shtick going on, talking about kids, wives, etc., there's a danger once all the comedies be mined out of that, that you end up sounding like two old geezers at the school gates doing your it wasn't like this in our day routine it's comedians kids i feel sorry for any vaguely amusing thing they ever do is just material exaggerated recycled spaffed out at least on the radio you get a bit of killers or foo fighters in between this stuff on a podcast it's like drinking undiluted riffing at one point manford seems to realize this and in a slightly non-secretary way ends on hey ho at least i've got you eh steve Classic Anecdote Avenue. It's always a cul-de-sac, Jason. I'm John Ryan, weary-eared and disappointed this week with the pilot feedback and the former RXC podcast from HM Land Registry and the Jason Manford Show from Absolute Radio. I listen to these, so you don't have to. Hello, and welcome to Novel Conversations, a podcast about the world's greatest stories. I'm your host, Frank Lavallo. And for each episode of Novel Conversations, I talk to two readers about one book. And together, we summarize the story for you. We introduce you to the characters, we tell you what happens to them, and we read from the book along the way. 
So if you love hearing a good story, you're in the right place. Our ninth season is coming this fall. Tune in to hear from some of the all-time great authors, Charles Dickens, Jules Verne, F. Scott Fitzgerald, and more. Subscribe to Novel Conversations wherever you listen to podcasts.